I do love Mavs. They make me laugh out loud. I mean, they are funny. Really? Yes. Buckle up, baby. The kings of controversy are on the microphone. It is time for another episode of Matt and Andrew versus Society. What's up, you guys? What's 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 up, you guys? In deed. In deed. Is he joking? An owl bear? What the fuck? <laughs> Moose dog. <laughs> That's the um, eagle panther. That's the uh, man bear pig. Man bear pig. Um, fuck. I I lost it. We just lost it straight out of the gate here. Straight out of Baldur, okay. Straight out of Baldur's Gate. Straight out of Baldur's Gate. If yeah, we were talking we were, Baldur's Gate. Which, yeah, we had a cold open on Twitch.tv slash Best Friends four twenty. Which <laughs> why aren't you there right now? You probably are. Yeah, you probably are. If you're Robin Gary. Yeah, guys, what's it like hearing this twice? Because I assume you go home and listen to it when it's released. Yeah, probably more than twice. Yeah. 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 Okay, we can right. it. Yeah, yeah, we've lost the plot. So you, um, first off, you're going to destroy that thing. Yeah, I'm not, I realized very quickly that it wasn't for that. Rob, don't do that. Have your, have your kids come watch us. That's more fun. All right. <laughs> of course, an owl bear lives in a cave. Yeah, well, where else would you... Is it, tr- is it a tree in the cave? Yeah, anyway. it lives in a tree in a cave. It's going to a dispensary night, you better not. Wow, wild night out. <laughs> just, going to, just going to buy illicit substances. Oh, man. Anyways. Uh, happy, happy carnival season. Welcome, welcome yeah. to the chaos. Officially, officially. Yeah. Today was our our first like uh, weather warning day. Um, oh yeah, this is nothing. I know. So far, it seems like uh, probably less than what everyone was expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but officially, carnival season. We went to uh, we we did probably a very like rookie mistake move by going to this. Uh, quote-unquote parade it was listed as a parade in the like official new orleans mardi gras season schedule Mm -hmm. so january 6th saturday that was the first official day of mardi gras and i think there was three different parades yeah um we just kind of chose one out of convenience gerilyn uh had met someone who mentioned that this parade was happening and it was going down st charles which isn't too far from our house and so after dinner on saturday night uh, we went to Dat Dog, by the way, which I know I told you. We my second time since yeah. moving here, being to being at, at Dat Dog. Um, it's a hot dog place, but I think that's really underselling it. That's yeah, under, that's not giving them enough credit. It's a sausage. It's a sausage. Place. They like make their own sausage, yeah. and and I'm assuming they make that bread too. Yeah, yeah, and it's fucking fire. But the atmosphere is cool too. It's like a bar, mm-hmm. but they got these just fire ass hot dogs made with yeah. like in-house sausage i had a chicago dog which was a very traditional chicago dog as far as the it is yeah but it's but like the, everything i don't it's just that place is awesome i agree um, i agree that place. Gerald awesome. loved it too good and so we had a great 
meal at that dog. And it was then, funny because when I had suggested it to you and it made perfect I sense at the time. No. You, oh, really? I didn't know that. I'm going to be honest. When you suggested it, I was hungry enough where I was like, fine. But honestly, I was just going with the flow. Mm. Okay. So that's funny. I'm glad. Yeah, because that's now you've gone twice, probably before you would have ever gone once on your own. Yeah, I think the only way I would have gotten there is an exact scenario happened when you took me there. Yeah, uh, and then I got when I got home that day, I was like, we got told Gerald, like we got to try this place. Um, yeah, because they have the Chicago dog was I guess it's a hot dog. I mean, it's a they make the sauce. So- it's, it's it's a, a hot beef, dog, but like yeah, it's, a, it's like a Vienna beef sausage, but. I don't know. It's that one honestly might good. just be Vienna beef, but I don't think it is. No, I don't think so. I mean, unless it's a di- different kind. It's not yeah. like a Chicago Vienna it's beef. It's not a standard, yeah. yeah. it's not it, a standard one. It's a very good um, homage. But yeah, it's a fucking I mean, it was awesome. better. I'll be honest. It was honest. It was probably the best. Like, if we want to factor in, like, nostalgia and, like, true, authentic Chicago dog, I guess not. But honestly, yeah. it was, like, the best Chicago dog I've ever had in my life. That's uh, crazy. And just because, what up, how, yeah, how could it not be? It's all made right back there, and they—it's very much, very clearly made with care. Yeah. Um, so shout out Dat Dog. Yeah, Dat Dog's very good. My uh, family yeah. loves it a weird amount. Hey troll, Andrew is trying to just torture me, and he has the score ticker up for some reason in front of me. All right, how it's gone. You? <laughs> uh, <laughs> of the Bucks game, we're getting crushed. But yeah, so we go to we walk to St. Charles. And we're waiting for this parade, quote unquote. I, keep, I will keep putting it in quotes. Probably the worst part about this is that the parade said it started at seven. Oh, and we knew. Yeah, dude, get okay. ready. Yeah, I think that was going to be way worse. Takeaway and learning moment we yeah. had from parade season, which we should have, we should have expected, and honestly, we would have not gone so early because we mm-hmm. got there like at seven. But it really just was because we had finished dinner. And we were a 10-minute walk from the location. Yeah. And we knew that the parade was starting much further down St. Charles, so we knew we were going to have to wait. Um, we did not realize, even if we would have went home first, we would have still got there probably at least 30 minutes early yeah. for this thing because we would have just thought that we were timing it right. But, yeah, it was so fucking late. So that And it was cold. Saturday was definitely, like, for New Orleans – it was chilly, and I wasn't dressed appropriately. Oh, uh, that, um, yeah, that'll... And so I was getting cold. I was getting a little here. antsy, a little annoyed. Um, <laughs> Jerilyn, but I was, like, powering through somewhat. I was still complaining, but <laughs> Jerilyn very much wanted to see it, and she was right. Like, I knew in my heart of hearts, I knew, like, she's right. Like, we're, we have nothing else to do. So there's, other than me kind of being chilly, like, there's no mm-hmm. reason... To not just st- stick it out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they, they finally shows up, and it's literally, like, it was on... the St. Charles in New Orleans is the, is one of the main routes Arteries, for the streetcar. Yeah. yeah. And so the streetcar, which is, like, the public transportation here, there were, they basically used two of the streetcars that were right back-to-back as this, like, these parade floats. And it was really just, like, a bunch of... Elderly people dressed up. It was forty funny fellows. They were all very funny, weren't they? Uh, no, they weren't funny <laughs> at all. They hilarious actually, dudes. I mean, they probably were funny maybe when it started, which was like <laughs> In the twenties, a few miles up the road. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we waited. It was literally just they just kind of 
the streetcar just slowly creeps by you and mm-hmm. these people who are all dressed up in Mardi Gras gear. Attire, yeah. But mostly just like kind of fancy like top hats and goofy stuff. Just kind of look out the streetcar and go, happy Mardi Gras, y'all. <laughs> 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 so we got about six happy Mardi Gras, y'alls. Yeah. Uh, a couple little poker chips, not even poker chips, like just plastic knockoff poker chips. Yeah. That said... I think they're, they're their crew, yeah, 40, crew something, yeah. and uh, and that was it, and then that was our start of Mardi Gras. Yeah, but huge mistake. But yeah, we no, are, it's I, not all a, that. All that being not said, a huge mistake at all. All that being said, it it was it is officially carnival season, which yeah. is fun. Which yeah, I'm excited for. I mean, shit. Yesterday you got a seafood boil and some king cake. Had my first king cake, which then I was immediately told that's not king cake. It, um, so maybe I haven't had king cake or king I guess cake. depends. It's, it's I in no way traditional. I also, yeah, I overheard a, a different customer at Port Orleans, uh, say like to one of their friends. <laughs> it was after I just ate it, uh, which yeah, it was basically just like a donut that yeah. had like yellow, purple and, uh, and green, and green frosting, yeah. stuff on it. Yeah. Um, so we are, but yeah. There's definitely better ones, but it's so funny. People are such fucking snobs about fun. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just as fucking guilty of it, too. I mean, it's not. But it's, not, it, it's, it's just, not. it's so fun. No, it is. It's king cake. Well, but it's just I've so started, funny. Then I've learned that king cake is pretty much anything, which is also, like, as confusing. No. Uh, where it seems like king cake can come in many different forms, which I would think that there's just one... There's like a cake that's accepted as king cake. Yeah, basically, there's like a traditional king's cake, which you can get it. Like, there's a French bakery here that makes a really good one. We, um, but a lot of it's yeah, it's just like this like twisted cinnamon bread that gets iced and thrown confectionery sugar on top with Mardi Gras colors. Had a baby in it. Call it a fucking day. And so Sunday yesterday that. before the king cake, we went to your brewery and had um, they had a a vendor there that was serving seafood plates, and you can yeah. choose between uh, shrimp and crab, and then it's a boil or whatever where within in the same pot, I assume, where they're cooking the the shrimp and the crab, they're also cooking like potatoes, yeah. corn on the cob, and you get all that on a big platter, and so we ordered that shoe, right. Uh, yeah, there was some sausage. Okay. There was like a, a kind of a like a funny amount of sausage in there, like two, <laughs> like like two chops. Yeah, like you know? two little pieces. Because you take like a link and you you chop it. Yeah. Up. So if you chopped up a link to the normal sizes, only like two of them were in there, which I That's kind of so found funny. a little funny. And that was actually the same with the the two pieces of corn or like two half pieces. Of it's corn. like an ear of corn. That makes sense. Sure. If someone gets yeah. One, I would have maybe you know with the size with the amount of seafood we got. I would have expected more potatoes, sausage, and corn just to kind of even it out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but um, I think more people are there for the seafood. They like the of sides, course, of but course. like, yeah. Of course. And so I will say that while that was really good, the shrimp mm-hmm. was great. I don't even know if I can say the crab was good. I think I'm safe. it's safe for me to say I'm done with crab. Yeah, sure. I'm done with ordering crab. I'm not Fair. done with eating crab necessarily. If someone is gonna de crab the crab for me, yeah, get the meat. By all means, send it this way. Yeah, 
But my God, I don't know what kind of crab that was. Um, I don't either. I don't know enough about crab to know the types of of crabs, but it yeah. was the le- was like a- it was the, the the legs. Is that what you? Yeah, call the them? crab the legs. Crab legs. Yeah. And it was that was it. It was like a bunch of crab legs within this platter, and so with the seafood and the crab legs, it was all still in the shell. Yeah. Shrimp, not a big deal. That is not a ton of effort. You you peel it off. You get a nice meaty piece of shrimp. Yeah. Good stuff. The crab, though, dude, even if... A lot of work. I would say my my success percentage with the crab breaks, there wasn't a tool, which I don't think that would work in a plastic form or anything. So I get why they didn't have those because they're not just going to hand everyone metal crab leg breakers. Uh, unless you had to put down some deposit or something, um, which probably wouldn't be a bad idea. No, not at all, actually. Um, they need it because the we didn't have anything to break the crab. Obviously, both Gerald and I are not – we don't eat a ton of seafood. We're not from seafood places, um, so we're not the best at breaking them by hand, but it's so much work. It is a lot of work. And you don't – I mean, the, the crab legs, there's not a lot of crabs. So even the times I would say like – Probably one out like five percent of my breaks, I successfully like broke it where I could like pull the crab out in one big piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, this may be a hot take, but it's not worth. It's not. It's not worth the effort. The effort for you. Like yeah. I don't think crab tastes good enough to warrant that level of work. I think we should just let the crabs be. <laughs> no, no, you gotta. It's it's worth it. You gotta break it. You gotta dip it in butter. You gotta do a ton of things to it after it's been served to you, and it, then it's great. Like we're killing these things by the barrel full. Yeah. And half, I, I, I wanna. I don't. I don't know what the estimate would be, but the amount of crab they sold that day. What percentage of that ended up in the garbage? The meat. Oh portion? yeah. Like it's got. If our like we tried. Yeah. We tried, but. It's hard to explain, but you break the leg in, ha- in like the middle point. Yeah. And so even if you get a solid break, you get like half the crab meat, but then you have this other half of the leg, which is still like crab meat bits in there, broken. Mm-hmm. And there's almost no way to get it. <laughs> like you almost just have to let it go. Um, so when those guys come, be what again, it is. The shrimp was wonderful. Yeah. The potatoes, the corn, all great. I'll happily order myself a shrimp plate. Pound of shrimp and fixings. But. Yeah. But the Fair. Uh, but the crab is like, I I don't know. I, I can't believe crab, it's made it this long. <laughs> like who? I don't know. Maybe there's a strategy that you're not. Could be. Not. Um, Could be. Not seeing or not I didn't knowing. know if there was a suck strategy. I feel like I've seen in TV and suck movies. Suck strategy. Maybe there's, there's That's a probably suck, a suck strategy. suck move. Mm-hmm. I tried to do some sucking of the crab. It didn't do anything. If people saw it, they'd be like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Crab like I was trying on. to get it by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. Or a poker would be good. Some sort of... I feel like I've seen that. Like a, a like almost like a really thin two-pronged fork. Yes. I've, I feel like I've used that before. And I've seen... And that makes it... Some crabs are bigger. Yeah, absolutely. These were tiny. These were pretty like thin tiny. leg. Yeah. Yeah, all fair points. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's my... That's your crab sesh. My, my crab story. So crabby. And I wasn't crabby. I was having a great time. No, I actually I had a really <laughs> I'm good just time kidding. that afternoon. Yeah. Uh, watching the Saints, drinking some brews. Yeah. Having some seafood. It was yeah. great. 
we had a good we had a good sesh later on in the day too. Was yeah, fun. I was just really in a bike riding mood, but then it gets dark so early that we just like went to the park by our houses, listened to some of the uh, Pelicans radio broadcast, and drank some brews. Yeah, that was actually nice. That was very really fun. Nice, very chill Sunday. Nice move. park sesh yeah. and a good a good thing a good hangout to keep in the back pocket. You know mm-hmm. when you. Don't want to spend money at a bar. Yeah, uh, that's that. That was a great. That was a great little move. It's like mildly degenerate, but like it's cool. Whoa. It was. We were literally we're, were in the park drinking beers, we smoking were, a, a joint that had been lit like the night before. Yeah, we, I brought it, but <laughs> smoked a joint and and drank beers in the park at a at a like the concrete park table. Yeah, set up and there was a lot of like daw. It was. That park operates like a dog park. It's not a dog park, but I feel like that's just what... Which I is fair like because I feel like they're... Dog park mode now, but I bet there's a lot of like baseball in the summer. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. And it, and That'd the basketball cool. court's basically like a skate park. Yeah. Which is cool, too. Yeah, no, it does operate... It feels like it's like half skate park, half dog park. Mm-hmm. Um, skate cool, dog but park. But yeah, we were, we were chilling there. Yeah. And it was, it was slightly... I'm sure for people looking over, it was like... Oh, but I also I actually think don't think it was. Time, I, I don't yeah, think I don't that. think that. Yeah, like we were clearly like we had our bikes of our right mind. Yeah, like we weren't loaded or or like yeah, that's true. We were super like stoned dogs. Yeah, we we're just like chilling, listening to Todd Graffinini, Voice mm-hmm. of the Bells. Oh my God, the books. No, no, <laughs> so I feel that. I'm trying to think what else. What else? Oh, I mean, you, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but you had your improv class. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It happened so quickly. Uh, so I signed up. I was looking. It was actually when you were, when you and Molly were gone in, in, in uh, Seattle, it really kind of hit home quick. It's like, man, if Andrew's not around, I have nothing to do. Yeah, <laughs> and that's Gerald, funny. And obviously, like, I, Gerald and I do a bunch of stuff together, and I'm not saying I don't want to hang out with her. Yeah. But, like, when it comes to, you know, having that time out of the house. But she seems to, like, get after it. She's like, I'm going out. I'm doing stuff. And she's like, I'm going to be on my own. And you're just. Her, her bit, like, well, thrifting is her biggest hobby. And that's an out of the house hobby. So, like, weekends, I don't even understand how that can be a hobby here. She's like, making it one. She just goes. I think, well, I mean, I think for her, it's, it is just like. But like, you're not just like seeing the same. I would just imagine around here, she you goes just see the all, same shit over she goes through, and over. She has, she <clears throat> found all of the thrift stores within, I'll say, a 30 minute drive. Okay. And she will rotate through them, hitting up the ones that she's had likes more. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, she'll, we'll see. Because in Milwaukee, I mean, yeah, she. Saturday, if we don't have any plans on Saturday and Sunday, that's like the first thing she's probably gonna do. Like if she's, and she doesn't necessarily like a lot of times it's not like oh I'm tomorrow I'm going thrifting. Yeah, it'll be like well I don't have anything to do. I'm gonna get in the car and go drive to, and then yeah. it ends. Up, I think with her she goes to one thrift shop, doesn't succeed with finding anything, goes to the next one, and then kind of just like repeats the cycle on a weekly basis. Um. So that's one big hobby. But yeah, she's yeah. also good with, like, she does Bumble BFF. And so she had a Bumble BFF hangout session on, on Saturday yeah. that she did with someone that she was meeting for the first time. So yeah, she's 
She's getting it. And this and I have to too, honestly. That's something I truthfully like It's not that I didn't. I guess that's not true. I did it in Milwaukee. I did like found the softball team and yeah. that was a good source of like of sashes. Yeah, a good yeah. source of just hangouts and something to do with people. Like we had the weekly games and our softball team was actually pretty decent about doing hangouts, but I didn't find what's really hard to do is find like a person that you're like, yes, I like to be in this group. I like yeah. this community I found. We can have group hangs from time to time. But when you find like that person or people, like multiple, yeah. that you are actually comfortable with like texting and making side plans with, yes. that is, is, is tough to find. And so I was actually looking, like I was up in bed late one night this past week and was trying, kind of trying to like think like how can I – need to try and you know do something yeah and my first in- instinct was softball and i actually found a league and i was i i actually signed up for it i i joined and i uh just jump ahead i ended up just immediately asking for a refund and they gave it to me because like, <laughs> i thought I, I ended up wanting to do improv yeah and i didn't want to i didn't want to have both on both the is too much in yeah league. you just suddenly have yeah like, it's too much so i yeah. was like and i can always go back to to softball yeah easily um but I did find a softball league and I was like, yeah. But then I was like, I don't even know what made me think of improv. Something made me – actually, the first thing I looked up was an acting class because I was like, oh, it would be, it'd be cool to try and find like an acting class to do because that's something I've always been interested in. But I've done, I did so much improv uh, years ago and never really jumped into just pure like acting classes and so – I didn't really find anything. Not that there aren't any that exist. I just found a couple and I'm like, meh. Yeah. And then I, it got me thinking of improv and then I just looked it up and I, I just found a place that had a class starting like that Saturday, this past Saturday. Nice. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. And, and yeah, so I'm like, fuck it, I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. And so I signed up and the first one was, the first one was on Saturday and it's in, I don't know for anyone who's familiar. It's in the Bywater, I think. I don't think it's Marginy, but either way, same Marini. Um, and the class was was good. I was nervous. Of course, of course, it's actually in the Bywater. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, I was nervous about the class mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons. I was nervous if it was going to be any good, and I was going to like it. I was nervous yeah. of my of doing improv, honestly, because I have not taken a class or, or done improv in four plus years, probably five, which is crazy. <laughs> for how much it was five. something you were doing like with... I mean, I probably, had, I, I probably had taken a class like six months before COVID. I mean, but you had been, <clears throat> you had taken classes, you had been doing a podcast, you had been um, coaching a team. Doing shows. Doing shows. Chicago, like yeah. Chicago was... The last four years of living in Chicago, I mean, that was, that was my whole, I don't want to say identity because that sounds weird, but it was like my whole That was whole your social, social circle. Yeah. My whole social, your social life. life. If yeah. I wasn't hanging out, with, if I wasn't doing something improv adjacent with improv f- friends I met through improv mm-hmm. or hanging out with friends I met through improv, I, it was only hanging out with some people that I had already known. Like I yeah. wasn't doing anything. It was, that was it. And that took up, I mean, I was doing it a ridiculous, my schedule was I didn't have anything else going on. I was like single. I lived 
with Reno, but essentially like lived alone, you know. And not, yeah. it's not like he shot Reno, but basically, no. Was like, but he was he's working he nights at the restaurant, yeah. yeah. And he was kind of an introvert in in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah, it was just like, and I at the time was very much not. And to yeah, to go from then the last four or five years, and I don't even say I've missed it. Honestly, <coughs> I don't even yeah. think even signing up for it here, it's. You're I'm kind of like, like pushing myself. I, I think I'm just kind of like pushing myself. Okay. For a lot of reasons to like, because it's, so yeah, to do something that is, it's again, it's now a little bit uncomfortable, honestly. I mean, I feel like at, even after the first class, I started yeah. feeling a little bit, because in a lot of, in this improv class particularly, we did some like group warm up stuff and then we kind of just jumped into like, we're doing two person scenes, two people go up. No. And so you have to have that initial like fear of like, am I going to go step up and yeah. join? And obviously there was like only 10 people there. So you're doing a, a scene, one of one out of every five. And so you have to be like, okay, I'm not going to like be weird and not, <laughs> I, I wasn't the last to go, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like that. You not going to be like the weird gung ho guy, but I'm also. It takes guts. Yeah. Honestly, it takes a push. And mm-hmm. so I was nervous about doing improv. I was nervous about. The class, because I have no, I don't know anything about this theater. It doesn't, I mean, it's, it, it, I just didn't know anything sure. about it and what's going on. And and then also nervous about the people. I was nervous in Chicago and in, and in New York. Improv classes were generally very young. Yeah. You know, Chicago. That's what I, I had kind of mentioned that to Molly. I was like, I hope it's not a bunch of like super young people. And it wasn't at all, actually. That's good. One, yeah, you told me that. One eclectic yeah. group. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in Chicago, like it's such a young thing to do, mainly because Chicago is a place where people move from out of state to, to try to and make be that there happen. And to yeah. take those classes. And Chicago, in the, in the for people in the world of like, I'm not saying I'm in this world. I'm just saying for people in the world of like theater and acting and like making that a career, yeah. Chicago is seen as a as a, a major pad, stepping stone, as a major yeah. starting pad. Yeah, because yeah. it has all these classes and all this community for it, but it's also a lot cheaper uh, than living in like New York or LA. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that but yeah, here I was very pleased. It was not the case at all. In fact, there was I would say I would actually maybe even say most of the class was older than me. Really? If That's not good. in their 30s as well. And then there were a few... There was maybe like one or two people I would peg for being like under 25. But I, I, I don't know okay. how they are exactly. But it was... So yeah, it was nice. It was, and it, a lot of people who are, who are brand new, which is fine. And I'm not there... I wasn't there to... Take to, over. I wasn't there. <laughs> and I can't, I'm rusty as hell. I learned that quickly too. Because the first <laughs> scene I did was fucking trash. And and that was probably good because I need yeah. you need to bomb because like I did have this like I will uh like this like I, I will I guess pat myself on the back because if I'm doing the scene if I'm in this class five years ago, I would have killed. Like I would have been like on my game. I did improv a lot for a yeah, long you time. Did. I was very well practiced. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I was by no means the best, but from a, like going into a class with mostly most people, most who are probably new doing people, you can at that point, yeah, because they probably just did the. This is level two, so I was signed up. I skipped level one. Mm. Level one was was free, but it was like four weeks, and it's basically it's a cool thing that they do. It's cool. They're basically like, I don't know why this theater exists. I don't know much about the two people that we actually met, the two creators, 
Yeah. I don't know what their story is at all, but it's they actually have level one for four weeks as a free class, which is kind of crazy. That's cool. And very cool. They're basically giving people a chance to give it a try. Yeah. If you if you're done after that, great. You can say you did it. You you know, you got you <coughs> tried something new, that's cool. If you're into it, you yeah. can sign up and take the next you can take another class. Take another class, yeah. And like keep keep it going. So these are the folks who I think like pretty much everyone else in the class were had taken level one there. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe I should do that because that was the big that was the biggest thing in Second City was it was just too expensive for me at the time. It is, and honestly, this class is it, it was two hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm um, talking about exclusively doing the free class. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's free, so yeah. it's actually kind of. I mean, I I was shocked. You'd I'd be losing money. <laughs> I didn't even look. Like I saw the criteria for level two, and it mm-hmm. said if you have improv experience, you can take you can skip level one. Yeah, I didn't even look. If I had seen level one was free, I might have just taken it just cause. Like yeah, uh, but. Maybe I'll go back and take it at some point. Um, a refresher. They, yeah, so it was cool. I mean, the class itself, like, like I said, I was super rusty. It was the first one. You're kind of mm-hmm. getting to know people. Yeah. Every scene was bad and clunky, but uh, the P, I got good vibes from the class. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it can lead, like improv, the reason I, the main reason I picked to do improv over softball, I think was mainly both that I hadn't done in a while, but also improv has always been a great way to make friends. Yeah. Like, the best way to make friends. <laughs> I, when well, I yeah, you're in Chicago. I made because so many fucking friends. You're having face to face interactions with people who like you're in a room full of people who have shown up to put themselves out there. Yeah, exactly. You're putting yourself out there and it's a huge, it's like just an instant icebreaker. Yeah. And when, and it's also, there's, it, it it creates this energy in you. So I think when the class is over, if you enjoyed it, it's a very, improv's a great. It's very like, easy hey, to be like, let's keep drink. it going. Yes, and. Um, <laughs> they had a, they have an improv jam immediately after. Raspberry? The class. It's improv jams. I didn't, I hate improv jams. I should probably try and break that thought and do, and try one. But it just so happens that right after this class ends on Saturday, there's a jam from one to two. And a jam mm-hmm. is like just, it's anyone can can go, anyone can join, it's free. And you're just doing a series of, you're doing improv, but it's a little more, there may be someone who's quote unquote like kind of leading the jam, but they're sure. by no means a teaching it like a class. They're not really... It, it's kind of anything goes. Yeah, and sure. And people are allowed to just, like, within reason, I don't know. But it's it's chaotic. It it typically, in my experience, just is a bunch of, you know, the jams are, are full of the, like, annoying, most annoying kids in class. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm like, glad you said it. The people who are yeah. the first one to do, like... Every improv class I've ever been, there's always that person who does, who's going to jump up first to do the scene. Their confidence and skill level are not intertwined. Other people, yeah, are yeah. They just like their their confidence is so high, and their fear is so low. And yeah. there's also just a lack of uh, humbleness or a lack of uh, humility. Yeah, but does the talent sync up? Either is the other thing. No, it's like they're not good. No, because being good at improv, I think you do need to be a little bit humble and a little bit uh, 
grounded. <laughs> you know, like these are people who are just like, I'm the weird guy. It must mean I'm good at improv. <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, very fluid movements when they walk in the room. Uh, but so jams are usually yeah. full of people who are, who, I guess, just full uh, too aggressive people. and yeah. too gung-ho about it that just makes you uncomfortable and uh, they're going to make sure they... they they're they gotta make get sure theirs. they are remembered. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and... Dude, they're within nine. I know, and I can see that they're playing uh, Scrubs, like Livingston is playing. Uh, I guess he's the only one they're playing other people. Okay. That's crazy. All right, well, I'll have to fucking watch this later. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so... Dude, my bad. I don't know, that was a long, no, long no, no. talk about the class, but I'm, I'm hopeful... And I'm excited to do the next one, and hopefully, uh, yeah, can I mean bet like even hopefully like even if I can, it's a success if if I through this group we there's group hangs that happen, there's there's things you know some sort of social activities that can come from it, yeah, uh, and friendships and and things like that, and uh, that would be great, yeah, that'd be great. No, that's awesome. And is is it uh, how long is it? Saturdays it's for... It's two hours. It's Saturday, which is... But for how long? Like a, a month? Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, very for the 200 bucks, but... Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Because <laughs> they're two hours. I, that actually I sounds improv is not as bad, price-wise. Yeah. yeah, no, eight weeks, It's it's a, that's a solid stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you're paying 20 bucks for a class, but when you think you're getting this guy, the instructor is... Paying $10 you know, an hour. Yeah, his, yeah, the instructor's there, he's dedicating his time. They own that theater. I mean, it's a pretty big space. And that's always been every improv theater ever is always like on the edge. <laughs> I feel like, except for maybe Second City, yeah, on the brink. Like even Second City was, I think, COVID really, really hurt it. Oh like yeah. Anything, but I think improv they just operate razor thin. I mean, their margins, dude. How did I get out of this? I don't know. I hate so that annoying. thing. I hate it so much. I wish I couldn't even like see it. So. Well, they win the score at 44-23. Well, um, yeah, they crushed. So yeah, that's the big. That's my big. My big move so far here is mm-hmm. trying to just put myself out there. Um, my my golf clubs are coming, so that'll give me also a good week. Because I feel like I've kind of been in need of like getting out of the house at times. So the golf clubs will help because yeah. that means I can easily go. Throw your sticks in the trunk and hit the yeah. bucket of balls. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but also maybe use it as a as a way to to try and try and meet new peeps. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. What do you like? <clears throat> what would you do for like something like that? As far as like trying to meet people. To be honest, I've never really made. I've met like my friend Zach, but we didn't meet through golf. Right. We just. That was a hobby we shared, but um, well, I did. I we'll see if I actually do this. I'm on the fence, but the guy when when we did that house crawl, yeah, there was a few people on the crawl that were golf. They were talking about how they golfed, and yeah, sure. And I have one of the guy's numbers, so I feel like when I have my clubs, I could text him and be like, "Hey, like I got my clubs. Next time you guys are are going, like I'd love to join if there's you know a spot." Yeah. Um, and I don't want to write those guys off, and there's nothing wrong with them at all, but I don't know if I saw myself, like, being close friends yeah. with them. Like, I just don't know if we were... But if you're golf guys. But if, yeah, like, honestly, if it's just someone just like, who 
every third Sunday on, we go and yeah. yeah swing the wrenches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So just try like it's all these things you have to. I feel like at this age, especially when you move somewhere new, yeah, and you have to fucking put yourself out there a little bit, or else it's not gonna feel like you live here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not gonna feel like I live here if I'm just fucking hanging out with you. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna feel like I live here if I'm sounds if like a nightmare. Get my, out of here. If when I'm not work, I work from home too, and that makes yeah, it hard, that makes you know? it hard. And it's it's um, hard when you work from home and you gotta like go do stuff. If I just spend yeah. all of my free time playing video games, which we all know I could do, then it's like, yeah. what am what am, what am I what am I doing here? And you just can't hang it out. Duh. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, dude, they don't play the world. That's that being so said. Annoying. Can't wait for us to play more video games. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I I feel I want to play more video games. I just haven't had. I, I haven't had anything game, to like sink into. I think and I have plenty game of games to play, which is the worst part. Is like there's so many things that I can play, and I just like eh, I don't feel like it yet. I'm like what am I saving it for? Baldur's Gate will be. I think it can be a good one because kind of similar in a weird way, similar to Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. If if it become well, you can play with Rob, which would be cool. Yeah. Uh, but it if if it does become crossplay and and I could play with you guys, um, it is one of those games. I feel like you can you can pick it up. Like I said, you do want to have at least like two hours to play, but. You could not play it for two weeks mm-hmm. and jump back in and just do a quest, you know? Yeah. Knock out a couple quests, restart the campaign with new characters. Because you can also, like, do your own. What's cool, what, what I liked about it is you oh, can... Oh, I like this. <laughs> oh, there's a lot. Of is there, there is... Is there the, really? Oh, dude, the, the amount of penises in the game is crazy. <laughs> like, That's so, so funny. You can, you can select your penis, mm-hmm. or, or you can select your, your your parts Yeah. when you're building your character. Okay. And there's multiple choices. So it's not just like, do you want the V or the D? Yeah. You can have a variety of options between the <laughs> You can have two. a V of D. <laughs> and, and it shows it. And then if you're not wearing clothes, you can go to camp... And you can take off your clothes. And not only will you just be walking around camp fully naked if you have a dick, it's swinging. <laughs> like, they built in fucking penis physics into <laughs> this game, hilarious. dude. It's nuts. It's my favorite game. I'm just like, why, like, why did they do that? For and, no reason. Because they're, yeah. they're horny. And, like, I don't even know. Like, one of the, one of our, one of the, like, hot, like, hotter... NPC characters that's in your squad when we were at camp she was just like in a bikini I didn't put her in a bikini like mm-hmm. she was just wearing a bikini and this wasn't like medieval underwear this is like straight up like Victoria's Secret uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah Baldur's Gate is it, it, it's I'm already sold I've been I've been wanting to play it to have <laughs> 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 and there's a lot of sex. I haven't That's had sex so yet weird. in the game. I'm hoping to have some sex soon. <laughs> uh, um, these some but, of these helpful reviews are yeah, very funny. Hilarious. You can conv- convince bosses to kill themselves. Ten out of ten. 
Someone said, I'm not a gamer, but I like this game. I can play on easy mode and just relax and have fun, which I find that crazy just based on what type of game this is. Like, it so seems like it's pretty in mode, depth. But there is three difficulties in the easiest one. I, I think the easiest one, I don't think it takes any of the depth away other than you're just not going to die during combat. Right. Like, I feel like you can make all the terrible decisions, but oh, okay. as long as you ultimately end up striking. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll win, I guess. Uh, I was going to start on that difficulty because I was nervous, and Rob said not to. And so far, it's been it's been fine. Yeah, but well, I just yeah, I guess like that makes sense. But I just feel like it's such a like the in depth. You're losing a big. Ch- you're. Lo- I feel like you are losing a huge yeah. part of the game if yeah. you're playing that way because the story is great. And I mm-hmm. what sold me on it honestly because I was so nervous about the whole turn based thing. And more than it being turn based, I think the thing that I still struggle with is controlling all four people Mm. in their like movements and decisions and what they wear because that to me is kind of a lot yeah you Um, gotta make sure they have the right armor on gotta make sure that but then during combat you gotta put them in strategic places before the fight starts where I'm an idiot I just walk up to people and like let's fucking go (laughs) and then there's like you know you can't do that when you're facing harder when it when the game probably gets harder sure but it is the, the the story of it and the depth that they have built in is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like you can talk to anyone on that game, and it is like a huge. Comp- There's a big web of choices you can make. Different talking tracks are going to just send that in different directions. You know, like it's wild. That is, yeah, I, I'm excited. I will. So. I will sink into it. I really like this. Uh, review it says I rolled a perception check to have hot lesbian sex <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yeah so there is I've seen from I was watching when I was considering buying it I was watching a lot of <laughs> this is the only rule I've ever written for a video game on Steam before I'll use the first opportunity to make a comprehensive and hastily made list of, of everyone you can have sex with in the game <laughs> <laughs> An emo girl priest, a vampire twin, <laughs> a seven foot tall demon. Oh my god! I'm not gonna read all these. That's crazy. <laughs> An alien lady who will fist fight you to see who tops. <laughs> <laughs> it okay? That is a mo- thing I found funny because, like, what I was saying with like the swinging dongs, mm-hmm. the the like bikinis at camp for no reason yeah no i don't think i did that unless gary did it um (laughs) gary the you can tell by that this game was made by like horny horny yeah like neck beards yeah yeah. (laughs) it's like there's a nymph in the forest and you got a banger and every character like when you when you there's like the main characters in the mm-hmm. early part of the game when you you kind of gather these main characters to be part of your crew sure and the first conversations with them they're like always kind of sexual like it literally starts off one of the guys is just like laying there like and they keep asking themselves this question like they ask these kind of like pathetic questions where like but they're all setups yeah where the question would be like so what are you going to do when this is all done? Are we not going to see each other anymore? <laughs> it's like, what kind of fucking question is that? Yeah, definitely. Wait, chill aquarium? <laughs> sounds so good. 
Um, you know how good this game is. Sorry, I need to stop. I have this. taken over this entire podcast. No, that's all right, because so. last week all I did was <laughs> talk about Seattle. But, um, oh, I think I think one of my favorite um, parts of when you guys were visiting was when my friend Ricky, like, introduced, like, meet you guys. Oh. He walks away. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, he's kind of like just seems to have his like hand in everything. Like they had a juice franchise for a little bit, like insurance stuff, blah, blah, blah. And like he comes back to talk a little more. And like one of the first things out of his mouth is like, oh, Wisconsin. Yeah, I was in somewhere for a conference. Like I used to own a bunch of Anytime Fitnesses. Yeah, that was funny because I've never heard anyone. I don't know if I would have ever expected to hear anyone say it. The timing was perfect. I used to own a bunch of Anytime Fitnesses. Yeah. Which... It just, and that was like, it sounded like that was like early 2000s. Yeah. So like over 20 years ago. And I'm just like, wow, I want to just sit down and hear and get a rundown of all the. What that's, yeah. What else has been going on? Which. Yeah. Who knows? We were talking about this when you meet people. So this is different, but I also met Wild Bill. Yes. Yeah. So Wild Bill was working at the. The, the vendor who is doing the, the seafood platters. And, and when he, Matt says Wild Bill, he means he introduces himself yes. as Wild Bill. He is in my phone as Wild Bill. And it's just funny that you know him because it seems like he's a guy like you know him from from not like just from him being around. Around the way, yeah. 100%. Like, he's yeah. just like, it, he's, he's just one of those guys that like works everywhere but works nowhere. Yeah. At the same time. Uh, but we chatted with him because he was wearing a Wisconsin, uh, University of Wisconsin sweater, and Gerald was like, "Are you from Wisconsin?" And he said, "Yeah." And that, like, we, you know, we started chatting with him. Yeah, absolutely. And he sounds like, <laughs> like imagine what you think a guy who introduced himself as Wild Bill sounds like. That's exactly what he sounds like. Like super yeah, crunk, line. Yeah. Talks fast. Maybe is drunk. More likely, maybe once was drunk a lot, and it's just completely yeah. ruined his voice or like smoke. Like, <laughs> But yeah, wild. Uh, that's too much. He was. Out, yeah. he wasn't like hard to hear. We understood what he was saying. No, he was just no. like gravelly, like Very excitable gravelly. guy. Yes, he's Very. funny. And like as I was, as I was like riding my bike away, he's like, "Hey, dude, your friends are really cool." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, wild. they're all right." Thanks, Wild Bill. <laughs> um, and it, we were talking about him more specifically, but yeah, even guys like your friend Ricky, who it seems I'm guessing like. He just seems like a guy who's gonna work for himself. Sure. Like, yeah. is that fair? Like, yeah. He's like, I, he has made it his goal in life that he is not gonna work for anyone else. He's gonna work for himself. Cause that's yeah. who I, people I, I picture when I'm hearing people who like kind of own these like random businesses. Yes. Like, they're just, yeah. they're just bouncing from one thing to the next and <laughs> staying afloat. I yeah. guess. I don't know. Yeah. And Wild Bill's different cause he's not. Necessarily, like, he's I'm not more work of a for anyone, but he's, he's more like, of a drifter. Yeah, I'm not gonna like be held down to like like the only jobs he's ta- he's gonna work when he needs to. He's taking and seasonal he, work. Yes, yeah, and, and then he's gonna take long. He's gonna go through long stretches of time in the year where he's not working. Yeah, is what I'm picturing. Oh, and absolutely. I'm always I'm I'm envious of people like that. Yeah. Um, maybe less so, Rick. Guy like Ricky, because that seems stressful. No, that that's annoying. Seems that is just me. one of those things where it's like, how could you work for anyone else? It's like, uh, I don't know, because I get I guaranteed guaranteed about. income, insurance. Yeah. 
I don't have to worry about the gym business. Like if you own a bunch of Anytime Fitnesses, I just feel like, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's maybe there's people who own ten Anytime Fitnesses and they basically don't have to do anything and the money just comes in. I yeah. doubt that's the case. I would I imagine, imagine he'd still stressful. own them if that was the case. Right, right. Uh, so the, that's just a. It's just interesting meeting people like that, and I feel like New Orleans is more of a city. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's not true. I take that back. Not, I think not just, a bunch of anytime bit fit, fitness owners here. In the I feel city like you'll but. just wind up meeting a lot more random people because, like, you have no ties to the city whatsoever. I've already met a lot of people who, who have like they, they when I ask like, oh, I, like, have you lived here a long time? And I get an answer of like, in and out, here and there. Like, I've gone and I've come back. Kind yeah. of thing, you know, I've gotten that a lot, mm-hmm. which, I mean, makes sense. I can see this is a city like people are. I can imagine you're like you'd be drawn back to. Yeah. If you leave, um, I don't know where that thought's going, but yeah, met Wild Bill and Ricky. Yeah, interesting. Both uh, interesting guys. Very nice. They're, yeah. No, Ricky they're good guys. Super nice. Yeah, Ricky's funny. That oh, he gave us he. <laughs> He twice came over to you and oh, gave yeah. you a little beer. Yeah. The first time he didn't really say anything. He just handed you a, a swig of a beer that he had just cracked because he wanted you to try it. Yeah. And he didn't was he didn't like join in on our conversation. The second yeah. time he came back, I'm he used brought, to that. Yeah. He brought a cup for me and you. Yeah, I was and kind he, of annoyed that he didn't give Geraldine one, but yeah. Well, I well I was I'm not gonna be annoyed because I don't know the guy, but I was like, oh. I was yeah, I was like. I don't know. You're but like sharing your stuff with us, but also she, I was kind of like. I had a beer and she didn't, so maybe. Oh, okay. She didn't think she wasn't drinking. Um, I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. He brings his beer and he pours us a, uh, a sip mm-hmm. each. And I was like, as I'm drinking it, he go, I, I, I looked right after I took a sip, I look at the can and it said like Texas. I was like, oh, it's a, it's a Texas beer. And he goes, yeah, this is from blah, blah, blah brewery. They don't exist anymore. <laughs> and me and you just both start laughing like, wait, why did you give us this beer? Where did you get it from? He's why do you have it? And why do you want us to try it? Because you just said we can never get it again. Because yeah. both of us were like, wow, I actually was not lying. I thought the beer tasted really good. Yeah, it was good. And I liked it too. And we made like, one. We can never have that again. Yeah, we made a um, peanut butter and jelly sour that I thought was better than that one. Which is always just kind of a nice feeling where it's like, oh. I didn't get any peanut order. butter taste, but. Yeah, yeah, it was still a good beer. It was a good beer, but yeah, that's that's him. He's a big bottle share guy, um, and uh, he like just shows up. And at one point, um, someone else like I was sitting at a table with them, and someone else was like, "What are you doing? Like you can't you can't drink all these beers here." He's like, "Oh, we're just tasting them." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. Oh, again. we're just tasting them. Well, so here's my Ricky question. He was he was the guy working the king cake yeah. stand that yeah. was set up at the bar. Yeah, we're is that his business? Yeah. Okay, so it's he, new. It's it is. is it? It's oh yeah. It, he doesn't have a website. Yeah, yeah. I've been knowing him for a little bit now. So he's just buying someone's cake. No, he makes it, or he has some sort of he has a team making it. And I don't know what's up. Purchased a team. What's up, JT? He purchased up, a team Indy? of free agents. Yo. Yeah, yeah. He he assembled a team of killer stoppers of king cake makers. Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't know. He's just he's 
just kind of doing his thing. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he... Uh, I'm glad he got to meet them, some of the cast of characters. And it never, like, really occurs to me how many people I talk to in a day until I'm trying to... Because a lot of times, like, if I'm there, I'm used to having these kind of, like, micro interactions over and over and all over the place. And then, but when you show up and I'm like, I want to talk to you and it's just like, Oh my God, why does everybody have to talk to me right now? Mm -hmm. But that's just my normal. That's my stasis. Yeah. Everyone does talk to you, which is not, it's not necessarily a surprise. I mean, there was a lot going on. There's obviously, there was like, you know, five different vendors there. Yeah. uh, an event so that yeah. wasn't surprising but it is funny because yeah you you're, when trying to ha- like having a conversation with you there is hard mm-hmm. because if you're sitting if you're staying in one place for for longer than a couple minutes people will come up to you yeah. and it just either most of the time it's just people just wanting to like say hello and, yeah and yeah yeah hello. which I appreciate but it's it is funny and like it doesn't like yeah it doesn't register with me because I'm so used to just that kind of over and over until I want to sit and have a conversation. It's like, oh, okay, God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got to stretch. Yeah, we got to stretch. I feel like we're both kind of zeroing in on this Bucks game that they're I know, making I'm closer. Focusing, I'm focusing too much on it because I'm just setting myself up. I was... We can, I guess, spend this last few minutes talking about the Bucks. The Bucks have just been so frustrating. And I actually, when I was leaving here, leaving my house to come here tonight, I was like, well, I'm glad I can do this to not watch that game. And I was like, I need to just, like, not watch their next couple games. Because they play Boston on Thursday. Oh. I just feel like they're going to, it's going to be upsetting. Because I just feel like they're going to get fucking rocked. They're mm-hmm. a mess right now. They're as much... They, they've never, even though the record is good, this is the problem. Yeah. They have really never Oof. looked very good. Yeah. And. That's a good thing, though. They're like, you're finding ways to win while you're figuring it out. I guess. But they've had the second easy. It's been told on the podcast, that, you know, Lockdown Bucks talked a lot. They've had the second easiest schedule in the league to this point. Their schedule is yeah. about to get very hard. So a lot of these wins where they didn't look that good, they're barely they're barely grinding out wins against bad teams, mm. and they really haven't beaten many. They really haven't beaten many good teams. They don't have a lot of like. Real, you can't really look to their schedule and say like that's a really good win. Like let's look, let's just go back through their wins. Yeah, starting with Philadelphia, Philly. but first game of the year. So like okay, you're figuring it out. Miami, they won. That's decent, but again, first week, uh, and then New <laughs> this York, stretch Brooklyn, here, New York, Detroit, Brooklyn, Detroit, <laughs> uh, Chicago, Toronto, Charlotte, Dallas is probably their best win of the year. Honestly, yeah. Washington, Washington, Portland, Miami, um, Atlanta, New York, Chicago, Indiana, Detroit. I mean, look at that stretch. Yeah, Chicago, games. Indiana, Detroit, Houston, San Antonio, Orlando, New York. Like none of those are, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say like Orlando and New York are easy, but you wouldn't say they're. That's not like a game the Bucks should be on the schedule. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's the problem. So they don't. Really, they have like, we really just counted three decent wins. Yeah, and two of them were in the first week of the season, <laughs> and and, they, and so they never looked good. Yeah, and now it's just starting 
to really be like, well, the, these are the results that it looks like they were deserving yeah. <laughs> before. And, like, this is a perfect example. They've won the second. They're going to win the second half against the Utah Jazz. They were down in the first half by uh, by 25. Oh. Yeah. And it's like you can't start a game, and their defense is just absolutely atrocious. And I bet they picked it up in the second half because it looks like they have, but it's fucking not enough. Yeah. Well, it's too it's too hard to come back from that. It's just it's just annoying. And you can, Giannis spoke out after the last game, so then that starts getting worrisome because he deserves to be. Look, he has a triple-double. Again, like yeah. he's the only one fucking trying. Dame, I mean, Dame's out I know tonight. he's going to come out of it. Yeah, I do believe that, but he has been really bad lately. And now, and I know he's dealing with like, it keeps, everyone's saying personal issues. I think he's just going through a divorce. Not that that's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, but I actually don't know if there's more to it. The, the only reason I'm kind of saying it like that, because I'm like, is there more, I don't know if there's more to it than that that he's dealing with. Mm-hmm. But he has looked, oof, he has looked rough. <laughs> Let's just get over it. And, um, Go out and play. And then, yeah, anyway, that's my. Both of y'all in the dungeon. That's my buddy. separate dungeons. Yeah, separate dungeons. Separate dungeons. I'm back. I'm back in Milwaukee. In case a tornado warning is issued. Oh yeah, just oh, sign up for Nola Ready Alerts. I did. In case, in case. So we are in a tornado warning. No. Uh, watch. watch. Yeah, but it's the latest one said. Oh, uh, it's now extended. In case a warning happens overnight. Has there been a tornado? Oh my god. Oh yeah, there's been tornadoes here. John Morant will undergo season-ending shoulder surgery. Oh Holy shit, dude! Fuck. What? And I don't know if you saw, but during the the Pacers, I saw Hal. Uh, yeah, Harden got carried off. Yeah, I don't know. It's oh, after okay, slip. I don't know exactly what. Damn, dude, that's sad. Actually, that's crazy. Well, it's really annoying that he couldn't have done that before <laughs> we played. Before we went to the yeah. Pelicans game and yeah. made a buzzer beater. Yeah, after scoring like thirteen points in the that first game quarter. was actually a thousand percent the Pelicans' fault. <laughs> yeah, like they fucking blew that. Um, that sucks. Nope, they made now. There's a blowout again. Good, it's a blowout again. Great. Yeah, so you don't need to watch. Yeah, you don't even look. How are you, how are your Isles doing? Uh, they're the Islanders. They're weird. They win. Through the Islanders. They, they are oh, okay. The like best average team in the league, because what their their set their recipe for success is they beat the bad teams. And they take the good ones to overtime and then lose. <laughs> this is not a bad recipe for regular season success. Yeah. They, I mean, they're interesting. They're interesting. What I, does Gil think? I wonder. Gil is frustrated by the team. Gil. Okay. Poor Gil. Because a lot of their, like, they do, they have 10 overtime losses. Like, that's got to be, if you're watching all those games, that would be Yeah, if you're covering those games and, and you're up late at night. And... <laughs> From when I started following them, I caught conversations that were like, um, I think they had blown several games in regulation in the third period. So they've oh. had a lot of their regulation losses, I think, also uh, happened like late or games that they like should have won. Oof, but they're just. They ju- play they, the Canucks tomorrow. I don't know about other teams, but they definitely have a lot of injuries. They have some rough. They have some like a couple of their top def- best defenders have been out. They're. Backup, their backup goalie is out, and I learned that that's important from the podcast because Sorokin is their starter. But I did notice he only plays like their backup plays a lot. 
plays more than other. I don't know if that's a thing so in the NHL. So the NHL is, and people are talking, like out outsiders have observed, like there's discussions that it might end up being like a three goalie league. Wow! Because they are they're resting the get they're resting their starting goalies more. Um, it's just uh, I don't know. It's just the way that. Yeah, the demand, I guess, and uh, it's tough. Maybe they are the but Rangers. It's that would be great. Yeah, ten OT losses. If they are the Rangers. I don't think they are because they, the they don't have Rangers, Corey Seager. Not to be confused with the New York Rangers or Marcus Simeon. But uh, yeah, they, they're so yeah, they they their second goalie got hurt. Mm-hmm. And so that was a big... And I learned that they rest Sorokin a lot because they also give up the most shots in the NHL. <laughs> um, yeah. I had learned... I was like, oh, that's that's not good. Um, I think they play a very... I, th- I, I just think they, they don't have, like, a ton of, like... They don't have, like, a stud, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. They don't have... Um, yeah, I don't even um, know who's on that team. I mean, they have some guy. Their their scores like Matt Barzell is a is a pretty good score. Um, Bar down Barzell. They have, they have Horvat, Bo Horvat. Um, oh, that's right. They have some guys who can score for sure, but they just don't have that dude that's like a one man offense. This Bo Horvat came from uh, Vancouver, right? Maybe <laughs> sounds right. <laughs> I bet he wants to go back. I mean, but they're—I mean—they're in the put. They're—they're going to be a. They it looks like they will be a playoff team in, in yeah. the NHL. I mean, it's crazy shit happens a lot. Sure in does. Playoffs. So, I'm sure there's still a team that. Uh, I don't think they're a team that a, a person, the other team would love to be facing in the yeah. playoffs, because um, they are—they are pretty scrappy. But damn, dude, yeah, the dude, John this Moran is so is wild. Crazy. I mean, he only played a couple games. I mean, the, the the Grizzlies are going to be so bad. It's crazy like how much full. better he made them. It is. He did make them unbelievably better, and they are going to go into full tank. I mean, they're, they'll just go into full tank mode. They can't. I mean, I don't think they have a choice. Them. Yeah. I mean, that could work out great for them, honestly. Yeah, they get a absolutely. top five draft pick. Absolutely. So, let's see. He Did he even play ten games? He came back against the Pelicans. Yeah, we Two, all know that. Two, four, six, eight. So yeah, eleven games. So did something happen yesterday? Then I guess I have no idea. I didn't know. I didn't, yeah, I, I must have because they're already announcing it's like a season-ending thing. All right, how are we doing on time? Yeah, I think let's we can wrap, wrap it, up. it up. You've been listening to Matt and Andrew for Society. You can interact with us on Twitch.tv/slash/BestFriends420. Um, if you use Apple, rate, subscribe, and comment. If not, check out Overcast. Great podcatcher app. But there's a ton of them out there. Just uh, find the one that works for you. Don't use Stitcher Radio. Pretty sure it's not even a thing anymore. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Wow, really amazing podcast, indeed.